Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In the mid to early 1800s, people on the eastern side of the United States began to hear about this wonderful place called Oregon. Wonderful in the sense that land was cheap and the land was supposedly uh, good farmland as well. And so as the Oregon Trail finished, uh, construction of it, people by the thousands began making their way from the eastern portion of our country to the west. But before they made that journey, there were some important decisions to make. What are we going to take with us and what are we going to leave behind? If you're a child of the 80s, you probably remember that really old video game, uh, The Oregon Trail, where you were uh, just frustrated again and again as you were making those choices as well. What do you take? What do you not take? Are you going to make it on the journey or not? And you can imagine, uh, as you can probably imagine, many people wound up taking much more than was absolutely necessary for the trip. So the Oregon Trail famously became littered with the things that were left behind because when wagons broke down, when animals died, that decision, what are we going to continue carrying, became critically important. You need to just imagine the conversations that happened among families, among kids and parents and husbands and wives. Why did you bring this thing along in the first place? Why are you still carrying this? Now, today, the interstates have replaced the Oregon Trail. Cars, thankfully, have replaced covered wagons. But that question, why are you still carrying it, is one that I want us to consider this morning. Now, you might be thinking, why am I still carrying what? And you can probably guess that I'm not talking about uh, and I'm not interested in critiquing the, the last packing job you did on a family vacation. Uh, I'm not talking about the physical things that are uh, stored neatly or piled away in your basement. When you hear that question, why are you still carrying it? What I want you to consider is, are those emotional and spiritual things that weigh you down? Whatever they may be, why are you still carrying them? Now, some people might think, well, why am I still carrying what? I don't feel especially troubled emotionally or spiritually. If it happens to be you, you are unique among humans in having nothing emotionally or spiritually heavy that you're carrying. Jesus talked about this just briefly in uh, our gospel lesson for today, that those who are wise in their own eyes, that things are hidden from them. There are some people that just tell themselves, well, I'm not really carrying anything especially heavy. Maybe they believe that they can handle the weight, and maybe they can for a little while. But eventually, like anything we carry that is heavy, you know, a weight that's 10 pounds, at the beginning, by the end of the time we're holding it, it may feel like 20 or 200 if you're carrying it long enough. Or maybe they tell themselves, well, 
you know, this weight that I have, it wasn't my choice. It was something that someone did to me, a weight that someone gave to me, and so I have to carry it. It's not something that I have any ability to make a choice over. Still others, they realize that these weights that we carry, these emotional and spiritual weights, that they're burdensome and that we can't carry them long on our own. And they turn to others for help. And that's fine to a point. It is a good and God-given gift that we have our families to support us, that we have our neighbors, our church members to help us carry the burdens that we have, that when we feel overwhelmed and overloaded, we can go and share those burdens with others. The problem comes is when we only take those burdens and cares to others. When we expect another human being to be able to shoulder that weight that we ourselves can't shoulder. Many of you have probably had the experience, the frustrating experience, of taking some heavy emotional or spiritual thing to another person, to a friend, only to have them not not respond very helpfully. Or maybe they, they help shoulder that burden for a time, but then they get worn down from carrying it, and they walk away. Or they're overloaded emotionally and spiritually themselves with the burdens that they're carrying, and they can't help. In all of these things, we find ourselves like King Solomon saying, do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There's more hope for a fool than for him. One thing you can count on is that every one of us is carrying some emotional or spiritual weight this morning. The one thing that we all share in common. And this is the the great lie that we live with today with social media. When we see uh, only the best of the best put forward. And perhaps we do that some ourselves as well. But when we see that over and over and over again, you can wind up in a really dark place feeling like, why am I carrying this weight? When everyone else, when it seems like everything else is going well for everybody else that I know. Now, the reality is we're all carrying something. But what it is that you're carrying, those are where the differences come in between us. Some of you may be carrying the weight of a past sin. A baby aborted, a messy divorce, an arrest, a secret addiction to alcohol or drugs, or pornography. Or maybe you're carrying the weight of temptations from the devil, temptations that you know could ruin your career or your marriage or your life. Or maybe you're carrying the weight of a broken heart, a heart that's been broken by abuse or neglect or betrayal. Or maybe you're carrying the weight of fear, fear of illness, fear of death, fear of growing up, fear of growing old, fear of being alone, fear of being surrounded by others. 
Or is it something else, something that I didn't mention, something that is known only to you? Maybe you feel like King David when he wrote Psalm 38. And he wrote this, For my iniquities have gone over my head like a heavy burden. They're too much for me. And I'll say that again. He says, For my iniquities have gone over my head like a heavy burden. They are too much for me. We've all had the experience of carrying something heavy. And now I'm talking something physically heavy. We know what that is like. And as our DCE Josh showed us this morning with that small weight, small for maybe some of us, was heavy for others. I want you to think back for, the moment, for a moment, just for a second. When was the last time you picked up something and carried it any distance that you felt in that moment was just too heavy? Something that really strained you. You know, this is a, think back, probably one of the heaviest, most awkward things that I've ever carried. Uh, actually, I did it with Pastor Andrew. Do you remember which one this one is? It was the treadmill. Uh, shortly after Andrew accepted the call and came here as our DCE, uh, my wife's dreams were realized and we had purchased a treadmill. Great idea in theory. The only problem was the place that she wanted it was the basement. And so I called up my friend Andrew because I knew this load was too heavy for me and I said, hey, do you want to help me move this thing? And Andrew said, sure. And uh, not only was it heavy on level ground. But it was, uh, for me and maybe for Andrew, one of those moments where as we were going down the steps, I thought to myself, I don't know how I'm going to continue holding on to this for the next 15 steps. I've got to make it. Uh, and I, there's no good way to set this down. Now, by the grace of God, we made it down the stairs without damaging ourselves, the stairs, or the treadmill. But when we finally set it down, that sense of relief was incredible. You finally put it down and you can stand up straight and the strain on our arms and backs is gone. The ability to take a deep and unencumbered breath once more. The good news today in what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 11 is that while those spiritual and emotional weights that we carry, experientially, they can feel as heavy as a treadmill and as awkward to carry as that. The relief that comes when Christ lifts those weights off of your shoulders is just as palpable. And that is exactly what Jesus wants you to hear this morning. In our gospel reading today, he says this, All things have been handed over to me by my Father. All things. You and all of those spiritually and emotionally heavy things that you're carrying. Those burdens have been handed over to Christ by his Father as well. And so Jesus can say, the smile on his face, so come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest.
can't find rest any place else but in Christ and in Him alone. Listen to what Jesus says as He follows that up. He says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. When Jesus went to the cross, he bore the weight of the sins of the world. And it's, it's not just colorful language when we say it that way, the weight of the sins of the world. Because our sins and the sins that are committed against us, they are like weights that press us down. We know this and we experience it on probably a daily basis. And the good news in Christ is that he bore those weights so that we wouldn't feel obligated to bear them any longer. He took those weights off of your shoulders and placed them on himself on the cross. And three days after his death, when he left the tomb, he left those things buried there so that you would never be burdened by them again. So if you're carrying the weight of past sins, to you, Jesus says, I came into this world to save sinners. If your heart is bruised and broken, Jesus promises, I am near to you and I will heal your broken heart. If the devil constantly attacks you, forcing you to bear the weight of temptation, God says, no temptation has seized you except what is common to all. And he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will provide the way out from under it. If you carry the weight of a thirsty soul, a soul that longs for God, Jesus says, come, and I will give you living water. If you're carrying the unbearable weight of fear. Jesus says, fear not, for I am with you. If some of that fear revolves around whether or not God can still love you, despite all of the things that have been done or that you have done in the past, if you fear losing God, to you Jesus says, I am the good shepherd the one who seeks and saves the lost. And no one can snatch you out of my hand. If you're carrying something else, something that only you know, Jesus promises you to, cast all your cares and your burdens on me. There is true rest, and it can only be found in Christ. Now, it, it had to be hard, going back to the beginning, it had to be hard for those families as they were making that journey westward. It had to be hard at the beginning when they were trying to decide what it was they were taking with them, and it had to be incredibly difficult when they were forced to make those final decisions. What are we going to lay aside so that we can continue our journey and make it to our destination? But they had to leave those things behind. 
Now, for you and me, with the spiritual and the emotional burdens that we often bear, sometimes they can be just as hard to put down, just as hard to let Christ lift off of our shoulders because we feel like we have to carry them or that maybe we deserve to carry them. Whatever it is that you tell yourself, I want you to hear again finally what Jesus says this morning. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My prayer is that you find that rest in him today. In Jesus' name, amen.